0: Welcome to episode five. And today we are introducing our very first guest here on the podcast. And when I realized that this episode was going to align with us being right in the middle of launch season, I thought no better to have on than Vizna Hurstu. Vizna specializes in burnout and peak performance in women. And I know that you're gonna love this episode. And I'm gonna also pop her details in the show notes because I highly recommend everyone go over and have a look at her content. Visna has supported me for years. We met each other many, many years ago. I want to say eight or nine years ago in a business coaching group. And she supported me through the growth of my businesses, the launch of my agency, through launches in general, all my client launches, and through both of my pregnancies as well in helping me balance business and life and avoid burnout. So we're gonna be talking all about how to prepare for busy times in our business, how to avoid burnout in the first place, what we do before and after launches to allow ourselves to be at our peak performance during that time, but also how to identify the early signs that we're burning out so that we can avoid these situations where we need to take time off of our business because we're really, really burnt out. So this is a really, really good episode and I can't wait to share it with you. So let's get going. Welcome to the Beyond the Funnel podcast. I'm your host, Louise Griffiths, and together we're going to nerd out on all things marketing and online business. After 10 years as a marketing consultant to online educators, course creators, and content led businesses, I have strategized, built, managed, tracked, and scaled my fair share in this industry. I, along with some incredible guests, are going to share with you what's working, what's not our highs and lows plus insights and tools that will support you as you scale your marketing build your marketing dream team and celebrate smashing those big business goals if you are ready scratch that craving some conversations that go beyond the beginner marketing and funnel topics then grab a coffee and let's get nerdy together All right. So welcome, Vesna. I'm so excited to have you here. And before we get into it, let's hear a little bit about you and what you do and how you're supporting
1: online educators and business owners. So I work with women in business, so online and also offline, like in brick and mortar business, but women in business, helping them elevate their energy, have peak mental clarity, peak uh, physical wellness. So, they can do their best work, whether it be in the office or at home. So, peak wellness for peak potential.
0: I love that. And one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on, I mean, we've known each other now for several years. We were just talking before we hit record about how we haven't seen each other in several years, but you've always been the person that I've gone to whenever. Like through both of my pregnancies, through multiple launches. And we also collaborated on a product to go inside my launch program, all about burnout, because it was, well, it still is a really big issue for launch managers, especially being in that kind of heightened state all the time. But specifically now, like we're we're heading into launch season or we're kind of in the middle of it at the moment. A lot of the bigger people in the space have hit the go button really early after the summer holidays in the US and things. And if people aren't launching now, the reality of it is they're probably launching sometime between now and Jan said next year, right? So what for you are some of the things that people can put in place to ensure that because launches get this bad rap, right? They're always going to be stressful and we're going to be out late and everything that is terrible for our health. So and the expectations that go that's with it exactly that's exactly it the self-imposed expectations, right as well. so what can people put in place to stop it happening in the first place?
1: So Let's I think it. it's first to identify kind of where you're at so if you're i have you know I see a lot of people who are launching and do regular launches, and if they're organized they're they're like they're firing on all cylinders, you know they're great, they're not feeling any of that, but if they're not um and they're doing a couple of, they've only done a couple of launches, then there's still a lot of expectations. And so first of all, identifying where you're at in terms of, are you heading into burnout? Like, do you need to put the brakes on now? And so the main symptoms of burnout is feeling exhausted all the time. And it's kind of the fatigue that's not relieved by sleep. So you'll have a good night's sleep. You'll wake up, you still feel tired. You'll have a weekend where you, you've rested, but come Monday, you still feel tired. You go on a holiday, you get sick, you feel tired, you feel everything, right? So that's the symptoms of burnout. And it also combined with the mood changes. So whether it be anxiety, whether it be low mood, irritability, irritated really easily, there's sometimes a loss of motivation. So you're kind of just feeling a bit meh and over it. You don't have that love for your business that maybe you did in the beginning. So that's kind of waning. And then there's also other symptoms that affect your metabolic health. But really, the mood changes, the fatigue, and the loss of kind of drive and motivation are really the symptoms of you're heading well into burnout. And so you really need to already start to put habits in place and a plan in place. Like I kind of look at it like a recovery plan. You know, athletes, when you look at athletes, extreme stress, extreme pressure on themselves, right? They're competing, you know. And it's like, it's a massive, they're trained for this massive event and they've got sponsorship and their ego's involved and everything that they've worked hard for. So they put themselves under physical stress, mental stress, emotional stress, yet they're champions, right? And when you look at what they do, they have a recovery plan. They have self-care, they have nutrition, and they are disciplined with their sleep. So these things that they have in place allow them to be champions and to keep thriving under those extreme stress and pressure
0: it was really interesting to me what you were saying and I'm thinking so we need to put things in place before to address that burnout but also what is happening right after these kind of big pushes in our business that it's not necessarily that we need to not put ourselves in these pressure situations because sometimes it's they can be good for business without being bad for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And you were talking about athletes there and how they're doing all of this prep, but they've also got a lot of support, right? So having that support around you while the launches are going on, or even when you've just got like general busy times in your business, really, but then having that care plan for after, what would you suggest people put in place? You know, cart closes, i I found in the past when I've gone through really high pressure launches that I can crash right after a launch because I do nothing. So is nothing the best thing to do or should we be winding down slowly? What should that look like in order to stop the crash?
1: If you're doing nothing, it's exactly what the body wants then, right? So if you're finding that you just want to sleep more, you just want to veg out on the couch and that's exactly what the body wants, right? And so the more tired that we feel, the more rest that the body wants and you just, you know it's. I've never met a person who's burnt out that didn't need more sleep and more rest, right? And that's what the body's asking for. But I would go, like, if you're coming up to to launch season now, I would be setting up habits right now because the way I look at it is, like, you're not looking at having a perfect diet, sleeping plan, exercise plan as you're going through a launch. Like, you're going to have periods where you're able to have your habits, really take care of yourself. And then you're going to put your foot on the accelerator and you're really going to go hard in your business, but you want to have the reserves there that you don't crash, right? You don't crash during it. You don't crash after it. So it it really is about taking care of yourself so that when you do peak and do have those accelerated moments, you're okay. And then you come back down and you continue with your self care. And so that's, that should be normal, right? So things like getting to bed on time, right? It's so basic, but really essential because if we don't get enough hours of sleep, if we don't get enough hours of deep sleep, so I always talk about the power of eight before 10, getting eight hours of sleep, but going to bed before 10 because that way it gives you time to have the deep sleep. With the deep sleep, we can process our emotions, our brain detoxifies, our hormones reset, our body does all this repair work while we're sleeping And if we don't get the deep sleep, that's not going to happen, okay? We're going to wake up tired. We're going to wake up feeling worse, right? So if you can start to do that and make that a discipline now, which means not collapsing on the couch at the end of the day, at nighttime, put the kids to bed, and you're like, I just want a moment to myself, and it's like Netflix and wine or whatever, or chocolate, and that's not time to yourself. Five hours of
0: Netflix later, it's one (laughs) o'clock in the morning and we don't feel any more rested.
1: No, like I was talking to someone yesterday and she's like, it's the quiet time. I said, you know, sleep is quiet time too. Cause when you're, if you want to be able to sustain your success and have a clear mind and be able to perform at your best during your launch and afterwards, you have to put these habits into place because, Mm -hmm. you know, staying up late, you're not going to get those results. Like athletes sleep crazy amounts of hours, right? In order to get that recovery time. And while we're not athletes, I look at it in a very similar way because people really push themselves in that time. So getting to bed by 10 p.m. before 10 p.m. is really, really important. The other thing is to look at your nutrition. So how you're fueling your body. How what are you putting into your body? What do you expect to come out with what you're eating? Like, are you? giving it the right nourishment? Are you having regular meals? Or are you waking up in the morning, having a coffee, sitting at your desk, starting to do work and having no breakfast, right? (laughs) And so it's all about managing our stress hormones. Because when we have high cortisol, which is our stress hormone, we are when it's too high, right? So it's naturally higher in the morning, wakes up and gets us going, but it should, and it tapers off during the day. But If we wake up in the morning and all you're doing is you're having caffeine and you're not having breakfast, it's going to cause the the cortisol to spike, right? And that over time is exhausting for the body. The body can't do anything else except, you know, all of the energy goes to managing this stress response, right? So it hijacks all of our other nutrients. But when we have high cortisol, we're more likely to get anxiety. We're more likely to get overwhelmed. We're not actually in the best place in our mind like literally so we have less access to our prefrontal cortex this is really important for business right it makes it, it makes us smart when we don't when we have diminished access it literally drops our IQ it's where our creativity comes from where our rational thinking comes from our decision making all of that good stuff comes from our prefrontal cortex and when we're really stressed we don't have access to that right and so we want to make sure that you know we are starting the day right. So making sure that you have breakfast. I always say like, if you're already starting to feel the effects of burnout, have breakfast within 20 minutes of rising, with, like right. getting out of bed. Right. And make it a good breakfast, carbs, protein, fats. I recommend a smoothie. Actually, I can even give you the recipe. Um,
0: yeah, absolutely. People. We can pop it in the show notes.
1: Yeah. And um, so it's all about combining those key ingredients. And allowing the cortisol to, to have its natural curves during the day rather than spiking and, and, and making you all over the place like a roller coaster, right? And then regular meals, not missing meals. And so the more you put good nutrition in and regular meals and don't go too long and miss meals, the more you're going to balance out that cortisol and your body's not going to be drained and exhausted. You're actually going to be quite energized and, you know, providing the energy and the nutrients for the brain for like, you know, clarity and mental performance, I think it's like,
0: it's so important. It was one of the main things that I learned from you and, you know, over the years is like just making time for the self-care as you go. And I think that what you said about how it's like actually supporting us to be smarter and better functioning, because I think that when we are really, really busy in our businesses, whether it's because we're doing a launch or whatever we're doing, and we just feel like we do not have time to do anything. Um, I really used used to resist the whole advice of like, you need to take care. If you're busy, you need to be exercising. You need to be having some downtime. You need to be making time to eat properly. And I'm like, but that's all the things. I don't even have time to do the things I've got to do. Never mind about all these things you're telling me to do. But the reality of it is, is that if I prioritize those things, I am more efficient. I am smarter. I make better decisions and I'm not stressing about things all the time. So by actually putting them in my calendar first and then putting all the businessy stuff around it, it's actually making me better at what I do and keeping me sane.
1: (laughs) Yeah. When you think about it, like when you're overwhelmed, how much work are you actually getting done? Because I know for me, when I'm overwhelmed, I'm like, oh, I need to step away because I'm not going to do anything well in the next couple of hours. Like, because mm-hmm. your mind's just all over the place, like, you know, freaking out with everything that you've got to do. Yeah. Right. And they've actually shown in management studies that three hours of interrupted focus, which is like anxiety, getting, picking up your phone because you're overwhelmed, and you're looking for distractions, right? Um, and, and chopping and changing tasks. So three hours of interrupted focus is equivalent to one hour of work. Wow. Yeah. Whereas on the flip side, one hour of uninterrupted focus, so deep work is equivalent to three hours of work.
0: It's it's so fascinating. And it's something that has been a massive game changer for me as well. And even just learning to listen to my body more and what it needs and prioritizing that first. Like for me now, I get up. I have something to eat and then I take the dog out before I start work because I need that clear mind so that when I sit down at my computer, I'm not still tired and groggy from trying to wake up or still thinking about the things that have, must be on my to-do list from yesterday. Like I'm easing into the day, I'm allowing for that space. And, and then like you said, time blocking. So I've got like focused, uninterrupted time to actually sit down. And it makes you realize that things Take the amount of time you give it? Or do they say, like, the tasks expand to fit the time that you give it?
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: It's so interesting. And that if we actually put our self care in there, we do everything right, then we can actually sit down and, like, really smash out work. And I don't know about you, but I always feel amazing when I get so much done in so little time as well. It's like it compounds on itself, like that feeling of, like, wow, I'm in flow. Like, I'm really here. I'm really onto it. And so, it does have that building effect as well. And it all starts by just taking a step back from the computer and going, what is actually important here? Let's just go out, get some fresh air, eat good food, get a good night's sleep and start again tomorrow.
1: And I think even like you've made a really good point, like time blocking, Like I do time boxing, which is boxing my work up through the day. And so it gives you so much clarity on what you need to do and then it prevents anything else from interrupting that time. So if you're going to do email, that needs to be put into the schedule, right? It doesn't happen whenever you want it to happen and or responding to messages or whatever, right? So it's about, you know, uh, yeah, being very clear with your time, very scheduled, you actually create, we find, a lot more time available than to take care of yourself.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that as well for me, I find that it also allows me to pre-prepare. So things like you're saying about making sure you don't skip meals and and having good food in the fridge ahead of time. Like when I'm doing launches or have really busy times in the business, I always make sure that those things are in the fridge ready to go and they're easy to grab. Because one thing I wanted to talk to you about was snacking, because I find that The more I snack, I tend to then go more for the sugar, especially since I've had kids and there's more sugar in the house. They're meant to be their treats and they never get them because they always happen for me when I need a moment. So when we are feeling stressed or we're going to the cupboard as the solution for problems, what, do you, what is actually a really good solution to that from both an eating perspective? Obviously, we can go out and go for a walk and things as well. But I know that there are some things in particular that you recommend that we snack on in order to keep our energy because we want to avoid that sugar crash.
1: Yeah. So I would definitely say during your launch period. So first of all, prepare food, chuck it in the freezer, right? A week, two weeks before the launch. So you can just pull stuff out because the thing that's going to give you more cravings is that you haven't eaten properly in the last meal. So you probably had something quickly on the rush. Maybe it was toast with something on it, right? Because you didn't have the time. So if you had all of those meals prepared that you can pull something and have a proper lunch, then in the afternoon, you're not going to have as many of those cravings. But also, I would say during a launch, you want to up your carbohydrates because you're burning through so much, Mm -hmm. right? And so that will also help to settle the cravings and give your brain what it needs. It needs more glucose because it's using a lot. So even snacks, like it could be fruits and dried fruits with some nuts, like combining fruit and yogurt. So things together, like the carbohydrates and the proteins together. So even a banana, high GI carbohydrates with some yogurt will settle the cravings, but also still continue to give you energy. Because if you're having chocolate, lollies and things like that, you are going to crash. Mm-hmm. You're going to crash because the brain, it just completely throws out the, the, the glucose in the brain. And it mimics like anxiety, irritability, and all of that. And so it's just going to make you crash, like after you've had a really hard, well, carby, stodgy meal, right? <laughs> <laughs> but in the booklet, I'll give you, there's also a recipe for these protein balls. So they're a mix of carbs and it's a mix of protein. They're just like small. You can just grab them, have them pre made, and have them ready. I also recommend having nuts on the desk, things that you can snack on like that.
0: Yeah, perfect. And the other one I wanted to cover off is coffee. And I'm, I'm yeah. scared to ask this question. because <laughs> I've had to, to reduce it, obviously through my pregnancy and stuff. I, I always stop coffee, but somehow have an inability to do so otherwise. <laughs> and so what, what should, how would we, should we be approaching caffeine during the day? And when is the, the best time, not a good time, but a best time to have it? And when should we really avoid it?
1: So don't have it on an empty stomach. So if you want to have it in the morning, have your breakfast first, then follow it with the caffeine because caffeine on an empty stomach, again, it's just going to cause those cortisol levels to surge. So it's going to throw you out for the rest of the day. So when that happens, you're more likely to feel anxious, overwhelmed, have lots of sugar cravings during the day and be all over the place, right? So have your caffeine after your morning breakfast and then you don't want to have anything after 3 p.m. Otherwise, it's going to throw out your sleep. Right. So if you have another one during the day, again, make sure it's with some food or after some food or with a snack, but don't have it on an empty stomach and don't have it after 3 p.m.
0: Okay. Awesome. So is there any other advice that you've got for people listening to this podcast, even if they are not launching, if they're just kind of generally in their business at the moment, working up to projects? Is there any other advice you want to give them about identifying burnout or how to support their bodies?
1: So yeah, I think identifying the symptoms. So if you're already starting to feel tired and that's, that fatigue is not relieved by sleep and you're feeling anxious, then it's, that's already a wake-up call to start taking action now. Yep. So having your breakfast within 20 minutes of waking, having regular meals, do not skip them, getting to bed by 10 p.m. And the other thing that I think is also really important, because when we look at burnout, a lot of it is due to psychological stress. So it's not just the amount of hours that we work, when you think of launching, all of that expectations that we put on, on a launch puts a lot of pressure and drives mm-hmm. a lot of anxiety. And so oftentimes during a launch or pre-launch, the thing that I see that's really common is that we catastrophize things, right? And we make up these scenarios as we're doing our work, like of all the worst case possible scenarios that can turn out. And we have to understand that that kind of thinking can come up for us. But it's not information about how things are going to occur, how no. things are going to happen. It's not information about what kind of results we're going to get. It would be great if we were psychic and that we could predict the future, but we're not, <laughs> right? And I think because if we can get out of that kind of catastrophizing, and I and I see this with business owners all the time, if we can get out of that way of thinking, we really, um, have less stress on the body, less stress on the mind. We have better moods and much better performance. And so it's really a case of, I will often say to clients, when they are catastrophizing a problem, I'll be like, okay, when has this happened before? Were you able to get out of this scenario? And they'll often look back and go, oh yeah, I had worse scenarios than this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got through it, right? Or this didn't happen last time, or maybe it did, but I still got through it. So it's really about Going to that place in your mind where you know that actually whatever happens, you can you can deal with it as it arises. But in that moment, you're making it up. It's not real.
0: I feel so called out right now. Like I I work on this quite a lot, but I my personality is is that I do tend to go there. And I find that when I am busier or I'm working on several launches at the same time for clients, that it snowballs, right? So when you are stressed. That tends to be when I think of the 101 scenarios that might happen that have probably never happened in the history of the world before, but could happen for the very first time this time. And it's definitely almost probably going to happen right when I do this launch or I do this thing. And so I really find that for me personally, I don't know if anyone else listening finds this, but when I am stressed and anxious, and it's normally because I've not been doing my self care stuff, that that it then snowballs. As well. And I'm really interested to hear your recommendations for that mental side of it. Like, do you recommend meditation or yoga or
1: how do you see us
0: best supporting our ourselves?
1: Yeah. So to go back to that catastrophizing, I think even for you, there'll be things that I do in my business that I can recognize now and go, oh. That's just where you go all the time when you, yeah. when that happens. Like when an opportunity comes up for me, I'll be like, oh, I should do that. I should say yes to that, but I, I don't want to. And then I've got a time <laughs> or something. And then my mind is like, oh, there's something behind that. That's the reason why. And it's, and I'm now I can see what I do that I'm like, oh, that's just what you do. That's just, that's just the thing you think. And that doesn't mean anything. And I think for you and maybe for other people listening that when there's 101 things going on that, the thought that comes up for you is, all these bad things could happen. And it's a case of recognizing going, oh, there you go. I'm I'm doing it again. I'm throwing up that thought again. You know, And again, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't predict anything. It doesn't show us what's wrong and what's right and where we should be looking. It's really just a lot of fearful thinking that has no direction to go. But definitely the mental side. So a lot of in my work, when I work with people, we do a lot of coaching, a lot of personal development, because Meditation is good and breathing and creating time in your calendar where your work is not back to back, your meetings aren't back to back. So you actually have 10 minutes to decompress, mm-hmm. right? Allow the hormone, stress hormones to come back down and do whatever you want. Go for a walk, leave your phone, leave all your work, right? Get away from all of that stuff and just allow the mind to kind of wind down and uncoil. You can do meditation, like I said, or deep breathing, but a lot of the work that that I do in my program is really helping people to see like really shift their understanding of their mental well-being and and the best way to use the mind through kind of looking at their triggers right looking at the things that make them um, catastrophize or make them anxious or hold them back or make them really come undone and coach around that but it is important to create space to allow the mind to wind down otherwise it's always just winding up right
0: yeah and also I think too one thing I will say is, is that sometimes we preempt it and that's what actually causes it. So I think the mental side of it too is, is that going into it, going this launch is going to be stressful actually creates a lot of yeah. that stress as well, because we're, like you said, we're looking for the things that are going to create that reality. So let's just change the narrative, put everything in place before the next launch and go into it thinking we're going to enjoy this. This is actually going to yeah. be good for me and good for my body and good for my business.
1: Yeah, I think if you even looked at it that way, like I'm actually going to be doing all these things which are really going to serve my customers and serve people out there. And the other things, like you said, like coming into a launch and looking for all the things that show that it's not going to be, it's not going to be successful or whatever. And, and again, we just, we're, we're making that stuff up, right? Whether it's going to be a good launch or a bad launch, I don't know. Is there a bad launch? Because I think at the end of it, you've got resources, you've got content, you've found a way not to do it or what to improve. Like the Sam. Um, I feel like in business, anything that you do is going to help move the business along.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's a beautiful note to leave it on. So thank you so much for today. And for those of you that are looking for that resource, we will pop it on the show notes. Thanks again.